Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is a beautiful morning here in Nebraska. It's an incredibly calm and still day. We've seen some deer feeding across the river this morning. Today, I want to talk about another idea in this concept of self-brain surgery that's aimed at the goal of becoming infinitely happier. We've had some great conversations over the previous 10 episodes in this series, Infinitely Happier, which of course is built around this book that I'm tinkering with and hope to have it be my next uh, major publication. This podcast series is sort of the experiment, um, sort of the uh, lab in which we're coming across with these ideas. And today, another idea in the process of learning to become infinitely happier is about the power of waiting. Today, I want to talk about the amazing power of learning how to wait. Remember our theme verse for the Infinitely Happier series here is Proverbs 17, 27, and 28 in the Passion Translation. Can you bridle your tongue when your heart is under pressure? That's how you show that you're wise. An understanding heart keeps you cool, calm, and collected no matter what you're facing. And that, my friend, is one of the secrets to becoming infinitely happier. Not only bridling your tongue, but that's sort of just a metaphor for your mind. If you learn how to put a bridle on your desires, on your what you think are your needs or your wants, if you learn how to put a bridle on what you say, how to think, how you can control what you think about and how, therefore, how you behave, then you can control your life. The person in control of their mind is in control of their life, no matter what your circumstances are. And that's one of the secrets to becoming really, truly, infinitely happier. And that's what I want for you, my friend. The world's a hard place. Jesus said it. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And he also said in John chapter 10, I've come here that you might have an abundant, full, happy life. That's why we're here. We're here not only to hopefully uh, find our salvation and get to heaven someday, but also to enjoy this beautiful, amazing place that God made for us to live. And so today I want to talk about one of the superpowers in becoming infinitely happier, and that is learning how to wait. Proverbs thirteen twelve says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. We're going to unpack that in a little bit. We're going to learn about the amazing power of waiting, and it seems a little bit ironic when I'm talking about learning how to wait, but we're going to talk about that starting today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. I've been drilling into the idea of learning some technique. Sorry about the metaphor, the, the pun there, drilling into our own heads. Um, after We've been talking about this for several weeks, but we're learning how to identify strategies 
to attack the things that have been holding us back in our lives, the things that are constantly hindering us and keeping us from achieving this goal of becoming infinitely happier. And sometimes it seems like there's so many places in which we're struggling that we don't know where to start. And like I've told you several times now, my dad always talked about how you eat an elephant. Eating an elephant sounds like an impossible task, but if you want to get it done, you got to do one bite at a time. And so today, the bite we're taking is to learn how to wait for something that we need even if it means not immediately getting something that we might want in the short term. We have an on-demand culture right now. You think about it. For the first time in human history, you can just about imagine anything that you want, and you can click a few buttons, and you can have it some cities the same day, other cities most places now the next day, and even in remoter parts of the country or the world, you can have it within a few days. So for the first time in human history, we just about can have anything that we want at any time. But I'd like to ask you, you look at the news and you pay attention and you check your own heart, is that ability to have everything that we want, any time we want, in any way that we want, has that made us happier as a society? Has it made you happier as an individual to be able to write clear to single click and order that new pair of shoes or that new car or that new thing and have it be in your driveway or in your house 24 hours later, has that really made you happier? Or has it just freed up your schedule a little bit so you don't have to shop as much so that you have more time then to worry about all the other stuff that you have to worry about in your life? Has it made you happier to participate in this on-demand culture? Now let me read you that scripture again, Proverbs thirteen twelve: hope deferred makes the heart sick. What does he mean by that? You think about the idea when you really want something, you just burn a hole in your brain, you're, you're, you're falling in love and you want that girl or you want that guy or you really, really, really want that new car or you really, really, really need that new thing. It can drive you nuts, right? That thing that you want starts to get in your brain and it's all you can think about and the pressure builds for you to have that thing. Or Sometimes it's not a thing that you want, it's a thing that you want to do. You've had a really, really stressful day and you would like nothing more than to take the edge off with a glass of wine or pill that you like to take when you need something or internet site that you ought not to go to, but it helps you take your your mind off uh, the thing that you're not wanting to think about. You're using a surrogate to clear your brain in some way or make you stop thinking about something. And so you do something that you want So you don't have to think about or feel the thing that you don't want in that moment. Well, the second, the back half of that scripture, let me read the first half again. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So we're talking about that sick feeling, that hard feeling when you want something or needs or think you need something. Second half of the verse though, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. So when you're really, really wanting something and you wait and you finally get it, it makes you feel better, right? At least in the short term. That's the verse. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. I would submit to you, this is not talking about short-term wish fulfillment. This is not talking about satisfying your immediate urges. This is talking about when you wait and you, when you find patience and you let God direct you to waiting until it's the right time to do something or have something. It's a tree of life. It creates freedom and happy, true happiness and peace in your life when you learn how to wait. Here's a powerful truth for you, friend. If you can't learn to avoid something that you want right now so that you can have something you really need later, then you'll never be free. You will never be free. I've heard it said a different way. Another, another way it's been said, don't give up what you want the most for what you want right now. Apply this to your finances. Think about this. If you don't learn 
how to avoid spending money right now on something that you think you want, then you will never actually have all the money for the things that you need. And ironically, financial freedom comes from a long series of denying yourself over short-term spending so that you end up with long-term wealth, which then enables you to have anything you want. So if you can learn how to discipline yourself financially in the short term, then you can have really an unbridled financial freedom in the long term. So it's a little bit ironic that it seems like you narrow your focus now because you've expanded ability and broader focus later. But it's true. Think about it in terms of addiction. If you don't learn how to stop giving yourself that short-term edge or taking the edge off with a substance or a pill or an alcohol or whatever, if you don't learn how to stop checking the pornography, if you don't learn how to stop doing the thing that you're addicted to, then you'll never be free of it and able to really have the the true thing that's underneath that. Like if you're using alcohol or um, pills, hydrocodone or something, to relieve your pain in the short term, it always ends up creating more pain in in the long term. But if you learn how to manage that pain in a healthier way, then you can feel the things that you really need to feel in your life to learn how to be happy because you're not numb or hungover or feeling bad or paying a penalty of the tomorrow tax for what you do the next day. And relationships. If you learn how not to have that quick thing, that short-term hookup, that one-night stand, if you learn how not to have those cheap relationships, then you can really find true what you're really looking for, which is true companionship, true friendship, true intimacy with a person for a long period of time. It's easy, men especially, it's easy to get somebody to want you right now. It's hard to get somebody to love you for the rest of your life. And that's where the true reward is, is in learning how to wait and find that one person that you really can be with forever who knows you intimately and still loves you who knows all your secrets and all your dark spots and all your failures and they still want to be with you. That's the true thing that you're seeking in a relationship. So if you learn how to avoid that short-term thing, then you'll be able to find that long-term real goal that you're looking for. Um, There's an author named James Clear that wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Great book, and I can't recommend it highly enough. But James Clear wrote this, The Paradox of Freedom. The way to expand your freedom is to narrow your focus. Stay focused on saving to achieve financial freedom. Stay focused on training to achieve physical freedom. Stay focused on learning to achieve intellectual freedom because the disciplined become the free. So I'm telling you this quote because it ties into this idea of waiting. If you're saving, you're not spending. So you're not clicking that thing on Amazon that you want to buy right now so that you can buy true financial freedom the next day by saving and investing and growing your finances and becoming financially independent. You're going to stay focused on physical training. You're going to work out instead of eating that extra thing the night before that you felt like eating. You're going to wait so you feel better the next morning and you can actually get up and work out and you'll gain that confidence of winning the morning so that you can win the day. If you stay focused on learning instead of playing video games the night before, you actually get a good night's sleep and study harder the next day. You'll do better in school. That'll feed on itself and you'll get a better job or you'll get a better residency or you'll get a better graduate school post and you'll end up being better off because you delayed that short-term gratification and you bought into the idea that you were investing in your own future. The disciplined, my friend, become the free the people that can defer hope even though it makes you sick or makes your heart hurt a little bit right now you get a tree of life later
You get the great expanse of wild freedom of your life being what it should be, what it's meant to be, what God intended for it to be. Remember Proverbs 17, 27 and 28. Can you bridle your tongue when your heart is under pressure? That's how you show that you're wise. An understanding heart keeps you cool, calm, and collected no matter what you're facing. Listen, friend, learning how to bridle those short-term wants is what gives you the freedom to have what you really want, what you really need later. If you can't learn how to say no to something you want right now in exchange for something you need tomorrow, you will never be free. The disciplined become the free, my friend. That's one of the secrets becoming infinitely happier is learning how to wait for what you really want, what you really need by disciplining yourself enough to say no to something that you think you want right now. And if you can do that, you can become infinitely happier. This is self-brain surgery, changing how you think about the moment that you're in and making yourself think about the next moment, the next day, the next month, the next year. That is how you unlock this thing and get out of this cycle of instant gratification and turn it into the wisdom of delayed gratification. It's self-brain surgery. It's biblical. It's consistent with neuroscience. And it's really good self-care. And it'll help you. But you have to start today. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmb.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.
lift my eyes to see his goodness and grace. Oh, and when the shadows come, oh, I will sing my song, a song declaring my praise. He's my refuge and my strength. Yes. 